Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is episode number 19 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. Now, the record this time around was not a smash hit for this artist. It got a little airplay, but nothing life-changing. What it simply was and happens to still be is one of the most honest post-breakup albums of all time, partially because of its sounds and atmosphere, but mostly because it was real. This record feels like a breakup record in the same way that In the Wee Small Hours by Frank Sinatra did, which we discussed earlier, just maybe for a different generation. But, but unlike Sinatra, Beck actually wrote the words himself, which make it just that much more personal. Now, if you stop listening to Beck with the song Loser, you have a lot of catching up to do. When you listen to this album, you, you feel it really is an almost new artist emerging here. Same guy, but much deeper, almost to a surreal degree. Remember, this same guy gave us songs with names like Beer Can and MTV Makes Me Want to Smoke Crack early in his career. Then he kind of became what would happen if the Paul's Boutique Beastie Boys and Bob Dylan had a baby. Then he became what would happen if Prince and James Brown had a Caucasian baby that was raised in a Hispanic neighborhood. And then now this... I mean, I love all the early stuff, or most of the early stuff. I mean, how can you not love, you know, winos throwing frisbees at the sun? Or like, I met you at J.C. Penney. I think your name tag said Jenny. I mean, come on. But the material on this record is like the guy who you're friends with who's usually really happy, maybe the life of the party or the class clown, confiding and breaking down crying right in front of you, literally falling on your shoulder. It's a heavy record, but it is a gorgeous record. This time we will be dissecting Sea Change, which is the eighth studio album by Beck. Now, Beck amazes me because he's been allowed to grow and refine and mature right in front of us. Now, in music early on, record companies used to sort of allow this, but then it became kind of a, I don't hear a single world. And by that point, it's more like you don't sell, you're dropped. Somehow Beck was not dropped. In popular consciousness, he has hung in there for a very, very respectable and phenomenal amount of time, being the kind of artist he is and during the time he has been making music. Now, he could always write. A great example of this being the track 
nobody's fault but my own on his mutations record. That's very good. It's extremely good. But this whole album was just something else. It's a beautiful record. In William Shakespeare's The Tempest, a character said, quote, full fathom five thy father lies, nothing of him that doth fade, but doth suffer a sea change into something rich and strange. Later, Charles Dickens and Henry David Thoreau used the same term, sea change, as an object of the verb meaning to suffer. But now, when we throw that term around, it's basically, it's like a new you that has emerged per an experience, be it a good experience or a bad experience. So let's check out Sea Change by Beck and see how that may have psychologically happened to this artist on this record, literally. The song number one, like most, is really, really atmospheric and pretty. It's called the golden age. Now, the gist of this song is this. He broke up with his girlfriend and he takes to the road. He just drives. And the motion and atmosphere soothe him. And, you know, honestly, I believe this is truthful in theory. How, how many of us has, as parents watched our babies who were grumpy or fussy or sad slowly drift into dreamland in their car seats once they were in motion? The motion, in this case, it soothes the emotion. Uh, sample lyrics. Put your hands on the wheel. Let the golden age begin. Let the window down. Feel the moonlight on your skin. Let the desert wind cool your aching head. Let the weight of the world drift away instead. Does it heal the hurt? No, but it feels better which is all that he could expect at that moment or anyone who just went through a breakup could expect. The next song is called Paper Tiger. <clears throat> Excuse me. Paper Tiger is essentially an expression when something appears threatening, but it really isn't. You know, like-minded slang would be like tin god or empty suit, hollow man or petty tyrant. In a relationship, especially in the beginning when everything is working, you feel invincible. But if things collapse, you feel more like a paper tiger than a literal tiger. And that feel is right here. A good lyric says this, fix yourself while you still can, which to me is what it sounds like he's trying to do with his whole album. Two cool things musically here. Number one, he's got a really good version of a 1970s Elton Johnish orchestral touching in this song that really, really is vibrant and makes it extremely good. And number two, if you're kind of a music head, it, it has a very similar vibe to Melody by Serge Gainsbourg. Don't know if that was on purpose, but it's kind of a, of a cool throwback either way, whether he did it purposely or not. Now, the song that I heard as a single from this record when it came out was the song Lost Cause. It's so perfectly accurate and pointed in relaying lyrically when one knows their relationship is basically over. Listen to these words. Your sorry eyes, they cut through bone. They make it hard to leave you alone. 
leave you here wearing your wounds, waving your guns at somebody new. Baby, you're lost. Baby, you're lost. Baby, you're a lost cause. There's too many people you used to know. They see you coming. They see you go. They know your secrets, and you know theirs. This town is crazy. Nobody cares. I'm tired of fighting. I am tired of fighting. Fighting for a lost cause. These words, hand in hand with the music, are a perfect combination of sincere hurt, exhaustion, and just a sad numbness. And it's very real. Now, the Insider website says this. It says that being cheated on can definitely make you think the worst of yourself as an initial reaction, and it can do more damage than you think. It continues. It says it's not unusual for people to wonder what they did to make their partner cheat or why they weren't enough for their partner. Uh, it can also make you doubt your own intuition and make it difficult for you to trust anyone, especially yourself especially if you had no misgivings about your partner before the truth came out. Another point from the article says that the experience and pain of being cheated on at least once in your life could actually be positive because, quote, sometimes we have to learn the signs so we know when it's time to take out the trash. It hurts and it's not pretty, but it might just make you stronger. Don't know if I agree with that. I don't necessarily agree that you got to burn yourself to know what fire feels like, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel if you learn from something. That's definitely true. Now, he's clearly not at the strong point yet in this record, but it's a start. And it gets further in, yet just another glorious track will really speak to this on the song called Sunday Sun. It's it's beautiful. Listen to this. He sings, Haven't got a lot to learn, and my eyes, they stray again, looking for a satellite in the rays of heaven again. Jealous minds walk in a line, and their faces jade the strain, stranded in infinity rooms, and they're safe from any harm. There's no other ending Sunday sun. Yesterdays are mending. Sunday sun. Once again, the production on all of this is just so rich, and it's it's a roller coaster of emotion. You know, it's funny. I felt initially years ago that these songs, especially Sunday Sun, had a kind of a little bit of a Radiohead feel to them. Then I learned that was no accident. This record was produced by Nigel Godrich who was the same producer of OK Computer by Radiohead, which we tackled before in this series. And my goodness, this is a perfect, perfect partnership for these songs and especially for Beck at this stage of his musical maturity. The album closes with a song called Side of the Road. It's hopeful, it's sober, but he's not yet ready for closure. The thing is, though, is he's, he's clearly trying. One lyric says, let it pass on the side of the road. What a friend could tell me now. What a friend could tell me now. 
think about it. Have you ever asked a friend to encourage you on purpose? Like, hey, I need you to tell me that I can do this. Or I made the right decision, right? You, you just, whether you believe it or not, you need somebody to verbalize it. You need to hear it. He is needing to hear it. And we have been who he has been talking to and sharing his feelings with openly for the past 52 minutes and 22 seconds. He wants a degree of normalcy, but everything is so fresh that he may not know what that even means anymore. Beck, in real life, when he recorded this, just ended a nine-year relationship with a person who was not faithful to him. And that's where this came from. The Mayo Clinic has some bouncing back advice. It says, though time is usually what's necessary to heal, it stated this. Resilience won't make your problems go away, but resilience can give you the ability to see past them, find enjoyment in life, and, and handle your stress better. If you aren't as resilient as you'd like to be, you can actually try to develop skills to become more resilient. And then it gives us a few tips. Number one, make every day meaningful. Do something that gives you a sense of accomplishment and purpose every day. Set goals to help you look toward the future with meaning. And then the next one is remain hopeful. Remember, we cannot change the past, but we can always look toward the future. Accepting and even anticipating change makes it easier to adapt and view new challenges with less anxiety. The emptiness after a breakup is impossibly hard, especially if you really were in it for the right reasons. Just to put it mildly, it's extremely hard. It can be devastating, but it does not have to do us in. To close this episode up in one simple turn of phrase, after a breakup, you don't have to drown, though probably you will at least have to go through a sea change. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Beck Sea Change playlist really easy. You just go to Spotify, you type in Refresher Podcast dash Beck Sea Change, and it is right there. So what songs are on here? Let's go through them. Number one, The Golden Age, followed by Paper Tiger. Number three is Guess I'm Doing Fine. Number four, Lonesome Tears. Then there's Lost Cause, End of the Day, It's All in Your Mind, Round the Bend, Already Dead, Sunday Sun, Little One, and Side of the Road. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Beck Sea Change. We got some interesting news this past week. We again would like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Lake Worth, Florida. Welcome. And also in North Holland, the Netherlands. That's exciting. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
Now, this show would simply not exist without you. So as always, if you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also check out our website for all things Refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. You can go there for Refresher gear, t-shirts, fun stuff, as well as all of my books and links to friends of the show, which we appreciate very much, by the way. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive, and the song is called A Day Late. It was written by, you guessed it, none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Don't clown, just get down.